cookie thing. And how long many hours did you, you or how many dozen cookies did you? Hundreds, hundreds of them, yeah, hundreds of them. And so along with Christmas is the music, and it's just amazing, wonderful music we've had, and we'll have, and the food and the festivities, and there's so many wonderful things about Christmas, you know, it's that, that, uh, that joyous, happy time, wonderful time of the year when we think about Christmas. And, but the problem it has, is with that is sometimes Christmas becomes more about the traditions or more about just the excitement that seems to be in the air rather than the true meaning of Christmas. And we know, you know, over the years we've heard a lot about Jesus is the reason for the season, is he not? But there's a lot of things that uh, are going on at this time of year, and I think it's really important that we stop sometimes and just start to think about what is the real meaning of Christmas? Christmas. What does Christmas do? Why? What is this about Christmas that's so special? This baby was born, sure this baby was born, but that was 2,000 years ago. And this is 2018, almost 2019. So what's so special about this baby? Well, this baby is so special that not only his birth was special, but his conception was special. And this baby came into the world because God loves us. This baby came into the world to save us. From our sins. Is that amazing? He came into the world knowing that he would die. Knowing that he died, would die. He had a purpose, and that was to live a sinless life and to lay his life down for us that we could have newness of life. In Isaiah, Isaiah was a prophet 700 years before Jesus was even born, so that's almost 2,700 years ago, thereabouts. And Isaiah was one of the major prophets of the, of the Old Testament. And he was prophesying about Jesus coming to the earth someday. And the Jewish people, the Hebrew people, were looking forward to this light that was coming, this Messiah that was coming. And God would give them many little glimpses, little prophecies that they would, they would write down and record. And these prophecies would, would uh, get passed down and in their writings century after century. And one of those that Isaiah wrote, he said in Isaiah 7.14, he says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be born, will be, excuse me, the virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son. The virgin will be with child and give birth to a son and we will call him Emmanuel. Now, isn't that incredible? that all the prophecies of Jesus' birth, which I mentioned last week, the hundreds of prophecies that were prophesied in the Old Testament have all come to pass. And this Savior has come to the world. Some say, oh, there was a Jesus, but he was just, uh, he was a good teacher, he was a good man, he was, yeah, he may have been a prophet, all this sort of thing, but he wasn't the Son of God, and he wasn't the Messiah, and there wasn't anything really that much, that special about him. Well, I have news for you. As C.S. Lewis said, if that's all Jesus was, was a good teacher, or a prophet, or whatever else, a good man, like one of the other so-called religious men of history that have been influential in one way or the other, if that's all he was, Lewis said that he was either a liar 
Or what else? Or a lunatic, right? Or Lord. Or Lord. And he came as the Lord. You see, if that's all he was, was a good man, or a good teacher, or a prophet, he was a liar because, if that's what we think about him, because the scripture says that he said that he was the Son of God. So if he wasn't the Son of God, he was an awful liar. Or he was a lunatic. Or he was and is who the Bible says he is, Lord. And he has come to bring salvation to all those who will ask for it. And one of the traditions on our, I have to back up a little bit, one of the traditions on this Sunday morning when we have our Christmas program is that my message will be very short. So just want to warn you, it's going to be as part of the tradition this morning. But the important thing is, the important thing is not how long it is, it's, it's the important is the message of Jesus Christ. You see, the scripture is absolutely historical fact that Jesus came, Jesus was crucified, and Jesus was raised from the dead. And if we will believe that, not just in our head, not just, oh, it's a nice time of season, it's a nice time of the year, Jesus died for us, but if we'll believe it in our heart, to where it changes our heart, and not just to be a good person. You say, well, I want to be a good person, yes, and I'll follow this religious thing. No, in fact, Jesus said we must be born again. We must take on a new nature that he gives to us. He gives us a divine nature. If you listen to the Christmas carols that we sing, the old Christmas carols, the whole story is in there, is it not? The whole story of salvation are in these carols to to save us all from Satan's power. As far as the curse is found and to give us, born to give us this new birth. So as we are recognizing the season, as we're celebrating the season, we all have to take an account with the reason for the season. And the reason for that season is that God loves his people so much that whoever, whomsoever, will believe and receive Jesus Christ into your heart and into your life can have the assurance of eternal life. You see, otherwise there was no other way. There was no other way aside from Christ. Why did he come as a virgin birth, through a virgin birth? Because he had to be, he couldn't be born of a natural father. Because all men had fallen. Sin came into the world through the fall of Adam and Eve. All men have sinned and all men are tainted. And so it was the Holy Spirit that came upon Mary. A little, little, probably a teenage girl in those days, a young woman. And the Holy Spirit came upon her and she conceived, as this Christmas story tells us, conceived this child. She carried the child. But was conceived, the child was conceived by the Holy Spirit, not by a Roman soldier, not by anyone else, so that some people like to say, it was by the Holy Spirit, God himself came upon her, and this child was conceived in Mary's womb, pure and spotless. And Jesus then lived his life for 33 years, tempted by the devil. And every twist and turn, when he went into ministry, he was tempted over and over and over to sin. He had sinned one time. One time, it had all been off. 
We would not be here singing Christmas carols. We would not be living in the light that's in this world today. I know there's a lot of darkness, but Jesus has brought light into his people's hearts and into our lives. And Jesus has brought joy into our life. Has he not? He's given us hope. And without Jesus' birth, there would be no hope for mankind. There would be no peace in our hearts. And there would, be, there would not be the love that God has shed abroad in our hearts for one another. What a dismal place this would be. Don't you think? If Jesus had never come, we cannot imagine what the condition of the world would be like. You and I could not imagine the condition of our lives today. If Jesus wouldn't have came into my life, I cannot imagine. If he wouldn't have came into Michelle's life, we could not imagine what our life. We don't even want to go there. Because this Jesus loves us, and he came for us. He humbled himself to become a man, to die for us, that if we will believe in our hearts, and ask him into our hearts, and not only that, but repent, Say, oh, Lord Jesus, I am so sorry for the life I've lived. I'm so sorry for the things I've done. I'm sorry for the lying, the stealing, the cheating, the adultery, whatever it might be, all the types of sins that are known to man. And you know what? If we're sincere with him, he will forgive us our sins. He will cleanse us. Do you know what that means, to be cleansed of our sins? Many of you do. That means to be given a clean slate. And what has been in the past, God forgives and forgets. And it's covered by the life of Jesus Christ. That's the good news. Now we all have a choice. Right? We can choose. No, I don't want anything to do with this. I'm going to live my own life. I'm going to do what I want. That's up to you. But we also have a choice to say, I want a new life. I want the life that God has. I want to know him as Lord and Savior this Christmas season. I want to know him as a friend. I want to know him as father and a son. Because the Bible, the Bible promises, I believe it's Isaiah, that he is, a, he is a father to the widower, or to the orphan, and he's a husband to the widower. Isn't that amazing what Jesus has come to do to bring such fulfillment? So this season, I pray, as the season was for me back in 1978, for Michelle and I, we came to Christ and gave our life just three days after Christmas, but it just changed our whole, the whole meaning of Christmas for us. And if you haven't come to know him that way, he wants you to. And the promise of the scripture is in John, if anyone comes to me, I will in no wise cast them away. You know what that means? I won't reject you. doesn't matter how bad it's been. I won't reject you, but I'll receive you as a son or daughter. Now, I think that's very good news. That is the best news mankind could ever, ever, ever experience or hear. And so that's what the joy is about in this world today. Let's pray together. If, we would, if you would, please. Father, I pray for anyone here that is thinking about this. Maybe this is the first time you've ever heard this message. 
Maybe you're thinking, you know, I need to get my life right. You know, things aren't going always so well. I'm making some bad decisions, doing some bad things. Maybe you've been a real nice guy, but you don't have that fullness, that joy, that hope, that peace that only comes from Christ. That joy, that hope, that that assurance of salvation. I pray, Lord God, that you will touch each person, speak to each person, each heart, to let them know there's so much more for us. There's so much more for each, for you. So I give you praise, Father, for your goodness and for the Holy Spirit's work this morning. And we give you all the glory in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I want to say one more thing, and Jeff is coming up with our final song. But there are Bibles on this little desk to my left. If you need a Bible or someone you know needs a Bible, please feel free to take one. And I would suggest you start reading in the New Testament to start with Matthew, Mark, or Luke, or John. Thank you.